0: I have been eyeing the collection of beach bags from Macy's, and I can't wait for you to see what I choose. Shop at macyscom own your style. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in ninety nine percent of people over 50. While not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful rash that can last for weeks. Wake up because shingles could wake up in you. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. You know, you've got to come back in you. Big, 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 important role in one's home is who drives the remote. So in my home, I never drive the remote. It's either my daughter, can you, you turn that on or, and then she's the keeper of the remote. I might, because she's 12, like visit and just, I'm, I'm the clocker of the remote. Like I want to visit it. By the way, Apple has done so many things. Do we need a fucking matchstick sized remote? Like it's never not lost. Can it have a low jack on it? Can it have a beeper? It gets slipped between everything. Can we put a man on the moon and we can't get a goddamn remote that just, you can see and hear and find. So that's just like that little Apple remote is anxiety producing. It's totally easy to lose. Um, it's like a comb from the seventies that you wore in your back pocket at the roller rink. It's that size. But so when I'm with Paul, my fiance, I, he absolutely has to be the keeper of the remote only. And then what happens is he's the keeper of the remote, but he's not driving the car with, you know, like he doesn't drive the car as seamlessly and with such precision. And, you know, I I, I don't know if he's the greatest driver in a vehicle and he's certainly not the greatest remote driver. Like, you just you stay here too long. You you bob and weave, like pick a lame man. You're in and out. You're weaving in and out of traffic. You're tailgating. You're like, you're not, you got to have the right cadence with the remote. The problem is I don't want the, to bear the responsibility of the remote because then I have to turn on, turn off, make all the big decisions about it. And I'm not interested, but I'm happy to be a back, a backseat remote driver. Like no, up there to the left. No, that one back. And then officially like, I'll be like, let me take the goddamn wheel. I just don't want to be responsible for where it is and that it gets lost. I don't like to start the remote process. I don't want to stop the remote process. But then, you know, if you fall asleep, if you're falling asleep first, you want to be like, can you turn that off? That never happens with my fiance because it's like elephant. That never happens with my fiance because he always falls asleep early. And that's anxiety producing too, because then I will have to be responsible for the remote. So it's like before he's ready to go to sleep, I want it to be turned off. I just feel that the remote responsibility is something that needs to be designated in a household. It needs to be understood. And maybe when you go on a first date or before you get into a relationship or get engaged, it should be discussed because you could definitely get into argument. I don't know where it is. You were the last one who had it. I didn't see it. You. I'm like, no, no, I don't do the remote. And you know that. You do the remote. That's your role. We talked about that on our first date. You're going to do the remote. So if it's lost, it's your responsibility. It's just I have a lot of responsibilities in my life. I do not want the remote to be one of them. I'm not remotely interested in the responsibility of being the remote keeper. I don't want to, like, own a lot of food in my house anymore. It's not because my name is Skinny Girl because I eat really whatever I want. It's because... there's just always like you buy all this food you want to go to the market you want to be a person that eats greens and buys variety and buys local and organic and colorful and eat the rainbow and keto and shmito and low carb and fucking volume and eat soups and healthy and organic and non-organic and whatever Then you have all this food. Now you have a full responsibility. What are you going to do with all the food? Are you going to freeze the food? Are you going to go? You have to. You're going away. You're going to take all this food with you in your food suitcase. You have another summer house or something. You're going to bring that in your food. Then it goes in that refrigerator. Like I want to be European, where you just like, oh, I want to have baguette and cheese tonight. So I'm just going to go drive to the store get baguette and cheese. All this shit is like food transportation. And if you're a person like me who doesn't like to waste, it becomes a real burden. I'm in the Hamptons right now and I came from my house in Connecticut. And I woke up and because I'm an accidental beauty influencer now, I didn't forget my makeup brushes and all that other shit to try out from the drugstore so I could do reviews. You know what I forgot? Forgot my green juice, forgot the cherries, the grapes, the mushrooms, all these things. I'm getting home and going away. It's all got to go in the garbage or part in the freezer, cook it up. We have to eat 75 pounds of mushrooms tonight because I fucking forgot the food because I'm a food schlepper and I don't want to be a food schlepper anymore. It's just buy as you go or move into a supermarket or live next door to one. It's a good reason to move, sell your house and move next to a market so you don't have to be a fucking food schlepper, hoarder, stuffer. You buy it, You go to Trader Joe's, you're so excited. You're that person. Yay. Then you can't fit any of it in your goddamn fridge. And then the responsibility begins. Now, what do we have to do with all this food? Someone asks you out to dinner, you're like, fuck you. I just bought all this food. I can't go out to dinner. I can't have a life. I can't do anything. I can't date. I can't live. I can't travel. I can't get on a plane. Can't bring those juices on a plane. Got to get a private plane for those juices. So I just want you to know that I don't want to be a food schlepper anymore. And no matter how good those mushrooms and cherries and all the things look like, you just, I'm buying one in, one out. That's how it has to be. So the word morning, the term morning person is confusing because I wake up early every single day. So I went to bed at 1.30 in the morning last night because I was selling on HSN. I still woke up at 8. That's not, you could do the math. You don't need a fucking calculator. It wasn't a lot of sleep. I could go to bed at 4 in the morning. I'll probably wake up at 9. Okay. I don't sleep late. Right. But I'm not a morning person. Just because you wake up early doesn't mean that you're a morning person. And I mean, my body naturally wakes up early. It doesn't mean I'm chirping with the fucking birds, singing through the streets, happy, nor do I want to be spoken to. And it's not just about having my coffee. And it's really a double-edged sword. If I didn't sleep, I'm in a bad mood. And if I did really sleep really well, it's even worse. There's a film that is covering me for a good couple of hours. It's like in LA in the morning. It's cloudy, especially in June, June gloom. It doesn't burn out till the afternoon. I'm like that. It doesn't burn off. We're talking When we're talking in the morning, I'm talking to people I work with. I don't want to be talking to my fiance. I haven't, and I, I don't want to be, you're talking to me and I hate all of you. Like, it's not, I'm not a morning person. I call it being, I just, oh my God, I just at my house had these blue eggs that were in this nest in front of my door and these little baby birds were born and they're chirping and they're up there and I'm leaving them alone. I do have to leave, enter and exit my house, but I'm, my whole fucking staff is on like high alert. Like we have baby birds up there. They've just cracked out of the goddamn shell. So I understand what that's like because I always say I'm still cracking out of my shell. Like I'm not, Paul will look at me, he's he's ready. He's in the morning, he's not a night person. He falls asleep at 9.30. In the morning, he's ready to fucking go like a horse coming out of that goddamn stall. And we're out of that gate on the racetrack. And I may be awake, my eyes are open, my body woke up, but I am not out of the goddamn shell. My little beak is popping out and I'm not. that. There's still little little shell crumbs. Like it's there's little baby shell particles. I am not ready for a while. Just like those baby birds on my front porch, I never—I can't believe I just thought of this. I'm not out of the goddamn shell. It takes a long time. I'll let you know. You—you you see my face and half my body. It's not the whole shell. There could be no left shell, and I'll let you know when I'm ready to be a human being. But it's not at the goddamn crack of dawn. Right here, right now, find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring.